the power of property value growth. I'm Nugget. This is The Leap. Hola amigos, today is all about the power of property value growth, how you can buy a property and it can accrue value over time. Normally people like to use the number 10. This is a nice even number. I think it makes math easy, but sometimes it varies. 10 is the number of years it takes for your property to double in value. That's the number people like to use. Now, I bought my property in 2019. Right now, as we sit here today, we're almost double in value. It's like 90% or 88% value growth. So we've almost doubled in four years. November 2023 would have been four years and it's almost doubled in value in that time. So there's always things that can happen to speed up or slow down that doubling, but it usually averages around seven, 10, 12 years. This is the most amazing piece about owning property. I talk to a lot of investors. I'm a real estate agent. I talk to a lot of investors and they talk about cash flow, which is important, especially if you can't afford it not to be important. That cash flow can be very, very crucial right? But I look at this completely differently. So I started to do a little bit of math. I had a client who was concerned about cash flow on a property. We were probably looking at 400, 800 bucks a month. It was a duplex. And I went on my iPad and I screen recorded and I walked him through the actual power and magic behind the property value growth. That if this property actually cost you money every month, it would still be a better investment than not buying an investment property because of the property value growth over time. Now, Second, the second piece of this, so cash flow is somewhat important. Obviously, if it can be positive or break even, best case scenario. However, if it does cost you, think about owning a property more like investing in a retirement because that's what it is. It's a compounded interest thing. It grows over time based on supply and demand. And what's crazy is as cities develop, the land becomes fewer and fewer. There's less and less land. So it sprawls out, but in those developed areas, property values continue to go up because you can't build anymore. So then eventually you get down the road, there's renovation projects where they bring things back to life. They turn in all these old brick buildings. Where I live in Augusta, they're starting to turn them into these cool hip restaurants and hangout spots. But the thing is, is it's that property value growth. And once cities get built out, those property values continue to tick up. They become higher and higher demand and price goes up with demand. We're gonna talk about basic economics in one of these first episodes. We're not gonna hit it today, but we're gonna get into it, how supply and demand works in just general, but also as it relates to real estate, because all of this is about how you can achieve your real estate dreams. So I ran through this little iPad presentation for them. And I said, if these units cost you 200 to $400 a month, okay, that would be 2,400 to $4,800 a year is what they would cost you. You're buying these units for about $420,000, two duplexes, 420K. All right. In 10 years, they're going to be worth 840K. And it would have cost you, let's just go to $3,000 a year. That's $30,000 to get a $400,000 return. There is nobody. 
There is nobody on this planet that would say, I don't want that return. If I didn't tell you what the actual vehicle was, if I didn't tell you what you were actually investing in, but I guaranteed that between seven and 15 years from now, your $30,000 every 10 years, you're spending 30 grand every 10 years, that 30 G's is gonna turn into 400,000. How many of you, in the comments right now, I wanna hear from you guys in the comments, how many of you would not do that? How many of you would jump on that like it was the best deal and it was out of, out of sight? Like there's just no doubt about it. That is the power of property value growth. You can do this in your main home. Now, side B to this, okay, is then once you have property value growth, so what happens is, is the cost of your home what it's worth, what somebody's willing to pay for it, continues to grow over time. And then your actual mortgage, what you owe on the house continues to decrease over time. And then that gap continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until you have this huge chunk of equity. Now from here, you get to leverage that equity. Whether it is renovating the property you're in, adding on to it, adding value to it, which is going to be an episode where we talk about being smart and not out renovating your property for the area you're in. Okay. This is me and my wife go back and forth about this, about our property, which we'll talk about when it's my personal kind of journey episode. But you want to be wise about your renovations. But when you have that equity, what it does is it gives you flexibility. You can either let that thing continue to grow because your goal is to build your dream home and you want as much of that equity as you can so that when you go to build that dream home you got a big old down payment and your mortgage will be small and you can build this beautiful thing right so you live in your house you grow the equity over 30 years and you're in a desired area you buy a cheap house in a desired area and 30 years later you're sitting on future mcmansion right there's a lot of people i'll give you a real world example i know in augusta a ton of police officers and firefighters that worked in new york they either worked in Long Island or in the actual city in New York City. And they have come down to Augusta or Aiken, South Carolina. It's kind of like right here in the same area and retired. And they are living like kings, like living like kings. I see these people at the golf course. I'm a big golfer. I see these people at the golf course and I'm like, what did you do? Because they're 55, 60 years old, driving the truck of my dreams, living in these huge houses. And I'm like, like just buying new golf clubs all the time. I'm like, what did you do? And they're like, I was a cop. And I said, do what now? The reason they can do that. One, New York City cops are paid well. Okay, so that's one. Two, they have a pretty nice pension, all right? Three, the main key point here is they would buy a house. Sometimes, luckily, they would get lucky, right? It would be a house that wasn't in a desirable area at first, but then by the time 30 years in their retirement came around, boom, that it's starting to pop off, right? This is Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn now is like more expensive than you can imagine, but 10, 15 years ago, wasn't that way. And so these officers then have this home they've lived in for 30 years that they paid peanuts for that now is worth so much cash and they take that cash, bury it into a home down here that doesn't cost near as much as up in New York and they live like kings. This is the power of property value growth. It gives you flexibility to do things. You can even take out a home equity line of credit and you can use it for whatever you want. You can pay 
off debt, right? And the cool thing about equity lines of credit, which we're gonna have a whole episode on financing, cool things about those is they match the market rate. So they're usually like one percentage point more than the market rate. And so they kind of fluctuate over time. So they're not a fixed price. So if it's a short term usage of that money, six months, 12 months, 18 months, you can ride a little wave, but having access to that cash, you can go use it as a down payment. You could buy, pay for renovations with it on an investment property. You could buy a car with it. You could pay off your debt with it. You could pay your kids to go to college with it. Property value increase over time is a magic bullet in your future. You have to think in decades and not in days. If you think in days, you're thinking too small. Unless you're a flipper, you're a house flipper, where it matters what is going on 60 days from now. If you buy a house, you can even make a mistake and buy it in the wrong area. If you wait long enough, that will become the right area. Somebody will start renovating in there and buying properties and investing in those areas. And it will start this process they call gentrification, where home values start to come up and you would have bought this thing for scraps and now you're sitting on a gold mine. So there's just so many strategies and so many things to think about. But the key is, is buying property always makes sense. It does not matter what the market is. If you can afford it on a monthly basis, your kids will still eat food. You guys can still have fun. You can still live your life. Buying property always makes sense. And it's do it sooner, not later. It's just like buying, investing in a 401k. When I was 20 years old and in the military, I know I had people tell me to start investing, even if it was 50 bucks a month, start doing it. I didn't really do it. And so now I'm doing this, I'm trying to make cash and I'm using property to make up for lost time, but compounded interest, you can't make up for it. So if you're on the fence about buying, buy. Even if the market's not the best, because of property value increase over time, it always makes sense if you can afford it on a monthly basis. That's it for me. Comment below. I wanna hear your guys' feedback. I wanna hear your questions. And like I said in the first episode, I am working on that wealth calculator your real estate blueprint wealth calculator where you can visualize where you're at what it will take to buy your first home and where you're going what are your goals do you want to own a bunch of rentals do you want to just own a few do you want a little small thing and let those property values grow over time because you've got a certain target of leverage or equity that you're trying to get so whatever the goals are we are here to help you achieve them that's it for me episode two in the books nugget out